Welcome you to the second day of our seminar. And today we're going to study verse 2. And before I forget, read verses 3 and 4 for tomorrow. Because yesterday I forgot. Um, yes. So uh, we will read now verse 2. Um, Atyahara Prayasascha Atyahara Prayasascha Prajaponiyama Graha Janasangastalayangcha Sadhir Bhaktivina Shati one's devotional service is spoiled when he becomes too entangled in the following six activities. One, eating more than necessary or collecting more funds than required. Two, over-endeavoring for mundane things that are very difficult to obtain. Three, talking unnecessarily about mundane subject matters. Four, practicing the scriptural rules and regulations only for the sake of following them and not for the sake of spiritual advancement or rejecting the rules and regulations of the scriptures, and working independently or whimsically. Five, associating with worldly-minded persons who are not interested in Krishna consciousness. And six, being greedy for Monday achievements. So this verse um, is very similar. This verse and tomorrow's verse, um, verse two and three, are similar to the process of surrender because it begins with accepting everything favorably, favorable for devotional service and uh, rejecting everything unfavorable. So I'd just like to go through the six symptoms of surrender before we talk about this verse. And that is to accept those things favorable for devotional service, reject unfavorable things. Conviction Krishna will give protection. Acceptance of the Lord as one's guardian or, <coughs> or master, maintainer full self-surrender, and humility. So Bali Maharaj is the example of full self-surrender um, because uh, he rejected something and he, accept, he, he rejected what was unfavorable and he accepted what was favorable for his devotional service. And so his, uh, his guru told him that, you know, um, don't give to Vishnu. You'll lose everything. Uh, he rejected that advice, and he, he accepted Vamana's request to give in charity. And for that, he became a Mahajan. So, protection, Ambarish Maharaj was um, protected uh, um, uh, when Durvasa took a trident, and, oh no, his demon, he made a demon that took a trident, and... Uh, was running towards Ambarish, and Ambarish was just, okay, whatever. If you like, you can protect me. Um, and immediately the Lord's Sudarshan came and, and gave protection. And this is offered even from the very beginning, as we said many times, from a purport in Ninth Canto. And uh, I'm going to also tell the story about Srivas again. Now I want to see, did anybody not hear this story yet? Because I've told it a few times story about Shivas and you've heard it, and Mahaprabhu and his maintenance. Okay, if you haven't heard it, if somebody hasn't heard it, I'll tell it again. Um, <laughs> so uh, one day, Lord Chaitanya called Shivas Pandit aside 
and asked him confidentially about some family matters. The Lord said, I see you never go anywhere. How you manage to make ends meet in the family and how are you doing so presently? Shiva said, my Lord, I don't have the heart to go anywhere. And so the Lord said, but you have a large family to maintain. How will you look after them? Shiva said, certainly, whatever's my destiny will come uh, as provisions. Each person receives his due. He'll surely find whatever providence provides. Hearing this, the Lord said, then with this mentality, Shiva's takes sannyas. Shiva said, that is not possible for me. And the Lord said, on one hand, you refuse to beg as a sannyas. On the other hand, you don't make an effort for your livelihood or even collect food door to door. How do you plan to maintain your family? I am unable to understand you. Nowadays, if someone doesn't, you know, go out and work, or of course now you can work at home. Um, <laughs> somebody with COVID, you don't have to go out and work. You, you, you can work at home, but still you're working. You're, you're doing some work. Um, and so under the circumstances, please tell me what you propose to do. And Shiva said, here's my explanation. That's my explanation. One, two, three. What does this mean, one, two, three? And Shiva said, I've taken a solemn vow. If after fasting for three days, I don't get a morsel of food by its own accord, I will tie a stone around my neck, throw myself in the Ganga, and drown. And as soon as Lord Chaitanya heard these words, he, he roared like a thunder and said, what did you say, Shiva? You may fast due to a lack of food? By some rare chance, even Lakshmi may have to go begging, but your family will never experience poverty. So that was Lord Chaitanya. Now, Shivas, have you forgotten what I said in Gita? Those who worship me with devotion, meditating in my transcendental form, I carry what they lack and preserve what they have. Those devotees who have undeviating meditation on me don't have to beg at the doorstep of anyone. All mystic potencies automatically manifest in them. Even when the the four personified Vedic goals of Dharma, Arta, Kama, Moksha come knocking at their doors, they turn down such offers. My devotees are fully protected by my Sudarshan disk at all times, even at the time of total annihilation, they remain transcendental and unaffected. And even one who simply remembers my devotee, I take responsibility for maintaining him. So just remember Prabhupada. And Krishna will maintain you. Yes. So the servant of the servant is most dear to me, and he attains my shelter. I take their responsibilities uh, on my shoulders. I personally provide. So Shivas, you just stay happily in your home, and everything will automatically come to you. I'm also blessing you and Adoita with a boon. Your transcendental bodies will never be affected by old age and debility. So the next point of surrender is Atmini Vedana. One should think himself helpless, considered Krishna. Not the only basis for his progress. Um, now, humility. I have an example here of among our devotees of uh, my one of my godbrothers, Jayananda. So humility was certainly Jayananda's most prominent quality. He treated everyone as his superior, even new devotees. Although his service was glorious, he never wanted any glory. He avoided praise like the plague. Devotees got to know if they wanted to keep Jayananda's association, they better not praise him. His humility was very natural, and he always found something other than himself that was praiseworthy. 
Even though he was a senior devotee, older than most of the people around him and eminently qualified, he was happy to simply serve. Once a new boy at the temple wanted to do some service and was asked to help with the trash. The weekly trash run was done by Jayananda, who cheerfully took the little help the boy gave. Later, when the boy became a devotee, he remembered thinking, if the garbage man at this temple can be so blissful, just imagine what the rest of the devotees are like. Well, that was <laughs> Jayananda. So in the third verse of Shikshastika, we hear about the qualification for fenceless chanting. One can chant the holy name of the Lord in humble state of mind, seeking himself lower than the straw on the street, more tolerant than the tree, devoid of all sense, false prestige, and ready to offer all respects to others. In such state of mind, one can chant the holy name of the Lord constantly. So Jayananda exemplified this verse. He was so humble. Just being in his association would make one feel ashamed of one's pride. He was very special, yet no one paid any special attention to him. That was the way he liked things. Um, in Vishnu Purana, Krishna informs Arjuna, one who claims to be my devotee is actually not my devotee. One who claims to be devotee of my devotees is my devotee. So Jayananda manifested this quality. He was always striving to be servant of the servant. There is no artificial humility. Material humility is relative. It's, it's based on the qualifications of the recipients. Jayananda had spiritual humility without any consideration of status or qualities of the recipient. He served everyone and expected no one to serve him. So this verse, we'll go back to the verse now, rejecting unfavorable things, and text three shows um, what, he, what the Madhyama, what the uh, second class devotee accepts and what he rejects, these verses show. As we said yesterday, if you follow the instructions of this verse, it'll counteract uh, material desires. So four kinds of material desires. Uh, things of this world, things of the next world, heavenly planets, mystic yoga powers, and liberation. These are the four material, even liberations of material desire. And the second uh, anartha that this counteracts is weakness of heart. Um, so that's attachment to um, insignificant things unrelated to Krishna, deceit, envy, longing for position, and fame. So you can give a book to Satya. Yeah. Oh, you have one? Okay, all right. You came prepared. Fine. Um, so now, uh, these uh, today's and tomorrow's texts, two through four, show the Madhyamas' external behavior and devotional practices. So um, if we, uh, this verse shows what to accept, what, uh, to, what to reject. So now in the purport, it talks about uh, the problems of conditioned life, the threefold miseries. So how to counteract the threefold miseries is not in this purport, but it's in Bhagavatam. Of course, it's in this purport too. If you follow this advice, then you will be able to counteract threefold miseries. Um, um, avoid these things, what to avoid. Uh, now, uh, in Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 15, verse 24, explains, by good behavior and freedom from envy, one should counteract sufferings due to other living entities. Um, yes. And so one of the weaknesses of heart is, is envy. And so if we are free from envy, then we can counteract the suffering due to other living entities. By meditation and trance, you can counteract sufferings due to providence. By practicing hatha yoga, pranayama, and so forth, 
one could counteract sufferings due to body and mind. And by developing the mode of goodness, especially in regard to eating, one should conquer sleep. So Prabhupada gave a lecture on these uh, six things to reject. Uh, first of all, Atyahara, don't collect more than you need, Krishna will give. Uh, just like he said, we are spending so much that we, we didn't have any any means of income in, in, in those days, really. I guess this this temple is also like that, too. Um, <laughs> but Krishna will, will send, is sending money. Uh, so he said, otherwise, how are we maintaining? But we shouldn't hanker after collecting more than what is necessary. That's Atihara. Don't eat more than what we need to maintain the body and soul together. Don't endeavor, over-endeavor for anything that requires too much anxiety. That is called pr prayasha. So when Prabhupada, um, um, one devotee in Toronto, the temple president, wrote to Prabhupada, you know, there's a beautiful church here that we could buy, but it's very expensive. It would be hard for us to get the money. Prabhupada said, don't purchase anxiety. Then he went to Toronto and the devotee said, well, would you like to see the church? And he went in, he saw the church, and he said, purchase this immediately. <laughs> and they said, well, Prabhupada, you said don't purchase anxiety. Prabhupada said, there must be anxiety in spiritual life. <laughs> so, two different answers for the same person. Um, so yes, um, no material anxiety. We should not have material anxiety. Um, and then Prajalpa talking unnecessarily. Just like people waste their time talking three hours about some political situation, Prabhupada said. They have enough time to discuss the newspaper, but when they're invited to our class, they find no time. So one should not waste a single moment. Time is very valuable. Time is money. That is the slogan in America. Time is money. Yes. So uh, money is required. And the spiritual world, uh, spiritual assets are required. So even materialists don't waste their time, so we should not waste our time. It's very valuable. Then um, uh, Laoyam, no, Janasanga, um, we should not associate with uh, materialistic people. Greediness, Laoyam, are impediments. And then following the rules and regulations, but having no understanding of their meaning, following blindly, this is not good. We should have conviction and understanding. So, okay, so we have our four regulative principles. Suppose a new person was there and you're explaining to them why, why do we follow these four regulative principles? What would you say to them? Well, this is a question for you. Um, yes. Yeah, Kalyani? Because um, we want to focus our minds on God. And if we don't follow these principles, we're a slave to our senses. We're right here and we're okay. focus. Okay, what about... Gambling, for example. Why don't we gamble? Increases greed. It increases greed. Okay. What? A, yeah. I, I've heard that uh, someone that someone winning the, the lottery. Yeah. They're actually they're actually withdrawing from their future. Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> if you win the lottery, you're withdrawing from your future bank account. <laughs> Because so you're I, cheating. I say it. I say that to them because oh. it's kind of personal for them to go. Oh, well, I don't want to do. It. <laughs> yeah, I know. One time, um, we have a temple in Las Vegas, and the devotees had had no money, and they owed 
money on the rent and so many things and so they did. <laughs> they went in and they won. <laughs> they got $10,000 and so they paid all their debts. And <laughs> yeah, Las Vegas Temple. Um, yes? It's really not said that um, but if you can't, if you say get the, win the lottery, like, you get the karma of all the people you've lost. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's interesting to tell them. You get the karma of all the people who lost. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, what about meat eating? It's easy to tell them why it's not good to eat meat. Um, uh, compassion. Yeah, and it's also it's bad for you. It's bad for you. Gambling's bad for you too. It breaks up families. You lose your job. You know, it, they're all bad for you. They're all bad for you. Uh, meat eating is bad for you. Intoxication is very bad. And uh, illicit sex would be harder to con convince them, maybe, about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we don't follow blindly. We, we follow them. We know why we follow them. Um, so, uh, mm, and not uh, rejecting the rules and regulations also. So now we'll go through each one separately. Atyahara, collecting or eating more necessary. Now, interesting in the purport, it includes atyahara, collecting more than necessary, accepting religion for material prosperity. You go to God and pray for some. That's also included in over-collecting over somehow. Uh, over in and another category from the purport, over-endeavor to acquire knowledge by karmis and ganis. This is also over-endeavor if you go to university uh, and for that, trying to get knowledge. Also, so atyaharis include bhuktikamis, those who want to enjoy uh, this world. Muktikamis, those who want to renounce and get liberation. They're also atyaharis. And siddhikamis, those, the um, yogis. So, uh, Plain living and high thinking. That is our philosophy. Um, now, what do the others follow? Uh, what do the uh, materialists follow? They want, who want to enjoy this world. What, is, what kind of thinking and what kind of living do they follow? <laughs> yeah. So what kind of living and what kind of thinking is that? High living and plain thinking. <laughs> yeah, not good thinking. What was that? <laughs> Prop would throw something. <laughs> uh, okay, then the the communists. What what kind of uh, living and thinking do they have? Because they're also mentioned, I believe, in purport. They have plain living and plain thinking, <laughs> and the muktikamis, the muktikamis, those who want liberation, they have plain living because they do austerities, and no thinking. <laughs> Just like, I, I think I told the story at the, at the last seminar, there was a Buddhist who sent another Buddhist monk a birthday card, and he opened up the birthday card and said, I'm not thinking of you. <laughs> so, because you're not supposed to think. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw another one yesterday on the internet. He got a, a big birthday present. It was a big box, huge box. He opened it up and he said, ah, nothing, just what I always wanted. <laughs> so, yeah, this is uh, no, not good thinking. Um, not good thinking. The yogis, city kamis, they have plain living and a little higher thinking, a little bit higher thinking. So um, everything belongs to Krishna, and so we should um, we should give up um, if we want to surrender. Also, we should give up fruitive activities uh, and philosophical speculation and accept everything as Krishna's mercy. Now, this is pure devotional service. Um, so that's the, the verse by Rupa Goswami, that when one is not attached to anything uh, and at the same time accepts everything in relation to Krishna, one is rightly situated above possessiveness. So that's yukta vairagya. And if you reject something without knowledge of its relationship to Krishna, you're not so complete in your renunciation. So the purport of these two verses is repeated in Upadeshamrita by the instruction to reject Atyahara. Same as, as Rupa Goswami's verse. But if sense objects are accepted as the Lord's mercy only as far as required and favorable for devotional service, then it's not Atyahara. If they are honestly accepted as the Lord's mercy, then it's Yukta Vairagya. So, um, yeah. How do we know for falling into the trap of Atyahara? Can anybody say? How, do you, how can you tell if you're. I think overeating is pretty easy. You get sick. Um, you get symptoms if you're overeating. You get symptoms. What about overcollecting? How would you know if you're overcollecting? Yeah? You lose your interest in sadhana. You lose your interest in sadhana. Okay, be careful. So if you're losing your interest in sadhana, could be you're overcollecting. Uh, yes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say uh, you're just meditating on mm. getting. You're meditating on getting more, and you're lamenting when you're desiring and lamenting, hankering and lamenting, hankering for it and lamenting if you don't get it. Yes, yes. Okay, good. And if we keep too much money, then Kali will enter, and create fights. So um, we have to maintain the body, uh, but not more than necessary. So some examples of, of um, devotees who uh, successfully avoided Adyahara Sanatan Goswami traded his expensive blanket for a torn quilt. And so because he saw Lord Chaitanya looked at it and he just understood. Prabhupada would sometimes look at thing, look at us and we would know <laughs> what he was talking about. We would know. And so it, because and Adyahara causes the next thing, prayasha or um, over endeavor. If you're over-collecting, then you have to over-endeavor for it. To increase your, artificially increase your allotted quota, you have to work unusually hard. And um, so this causes misuse of intelligence. You're using your intelligence for this, for the wrong things. And Prabhupada said it also causes production of unwanted things like factories, slaughterhouses, brothels, and liquor shops. This is a symptom of prayasha. And it causes scarcity also, because some people have a lot. I think in America, the, 
Um, five percent, I mean, most, uh, most of the money is held by five percent of the people. The majority of the money is owned, has, is there with, by five percent of the people, or maybe even less, one percent. So that's over-collecting, and that's why there's scarcity. Scarcity for some, and some have so much. So Prabhupada, uh, in the Prabhupada also says, economic development and mundane religion are products of misuse, intelligence, and over-endeavor. So Prabhupada's solution, land for cows, and land for food, and cows for milk. So we have our higher intelligence. We should use it for uh, endeavoring in Krishna consciousness. And if we misuse our intelligence, I have some nice analogies. Just like if you're feeling cold and you, you say, oh, here's some nice sandalwood. Let me burn this wood and keep warm. So that's, <laughs> that is a misuse. And also another example of misuse of intelligence is like, oh, I got to bang this nail in the wall. Let me take my computer and bang this nail in the wall. So that's like using our intelligence the wrong way. So um, now there are some good kinds of over-endeavor. Serving the Vaishnavas is a good kind. This is according to Bhaktivinoda Thakur. He's going to give us some ideas how to, what's good over-endeavor. There is, you know, there are some things you can over-endeavor for. Following the vows of devotional service, that's not over-endeavor. Uh, that's not useless prayasa. And uh, serving the devotees is not over-endeavor. Being greedy to associate with devotees, this will destroy the faults in the form of desires to associate with worldly-minded people. Uh, deity worship, temple worship is not over endeavor. And Sankirtan is not over endeavor. So, uh, because it will open your heart to chanting the Lord's holy names. Now, what kinds are rejected? Dhyana prayas, karma prayas, yoga prayas, and mukti prayas. So, this is described in the purport. Over endeavoring for material enjoyment, for uh, 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 yoga, mystic powers which you can't even get these days anyway, so why bother? Bhukti, um, trying to get liberation um, and knowledge. And devotional service is ruined if you endeavor, over-endeavor in these four categories here. Um, jnana, karma, yoga, and mukti. And your devotional service is ruined. And also the over-endeavor for fame. That's described too. Um, so what should be the attitude of the devotee? Humility, simplicity. Um, there's that verse in Bhagavatam, Tatenu kampam susumikshamano bunjana ivatmukitam vipakam. The hope against hope for the mercy of the Lord. Tolerate your reactions to your past misdeeds. Vidvagva purvira vidagan namaste with body, mind, and words uh, do your service. So next comes prajalpa, unnecessary talking. Prabhupada includes newspapers, magazines, novels, and crosswords. We could also add movies, which is uh, a problem for our youth who are addicted to movies, what I have seen, devotee youth. Uh, yes. Um, now, Prabhupada, for old people, Prabhupada says in the purport, playing cards, fishing, TV, Monday debating. Yeah, I, I visited my mother just before she left her body, and she had the TV on full blast because she couldn't hear it very well. And that's how she was spending her time, morning till night, on the TV. Um, but uh, this, is, this doesn't save you from death. 
So in the, in the purport also, Prabhupada includes uh, uh, types of prajalpa, arguments, gossip, debates, fault finding, lying, blaspheming devotees, and worldly talk. These are all prajalpa. Um, so we should cultivate unlaid devotion, don't criticize devotees, always talk about Krishna. Um, so so Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, being envious, some people are accustomed to discuss others' character. And so the minds of such people can never be fixed on lotus feet of Krishna. I have something here from Vaisheshika about your words, about speaking. Your speech has great significance. Every word that comes out of your mouth has an effect. A word is a seed that always goes somewhere, and mostly it goes into your own heart. And there it grows. To make your life better, refine your speech. Austerity of speech consists, this is Bhagavad Gita, in speaking words that are truthful, pleasing, beneficial, not agitating others, and also in regularly reciting Vedic literature. Okay, so I would like somebody to give an example, like say some prajalpa, and then somebody else will have to counteract it. <laughs> so volunteer time. Prajalpa shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> Counteracting it might be harder. So anybody have an idea of some something? <laughs> huh? You're shy. You've gone shy. Yeah, we want to say a sentence of prajapa. Have you, um, are you going to take your um, vaccine today? <laughs> uh, this is pretty controversial. <laughs> Good, the microphone's not there. <laughs> I won't repeat it. <laughs> okay, turn it to Krishna now. The real vaccine is to chant Hare Krishna. <laughs> good, very good, very good, very good. That's nice. You did it. Any other prajalpa we have? I don't like that person. Oh, you don't like that person. I, I don't like that person. What do you think? <laughs> okay, anybody? Krishna likes that person. Krishna likes that person. <laughs> okay. So, uh, one more time, that's the way we should practice. We did it very, it was very uh, different in the other group, right? Remember? Yeah. I don't remember what we did. It was something about the devotees and, yeah, anyway, it's okay. Um, yeah, anybody have another idea for Prajapa? <laughs> you got the book by Stephen Gobi, How to Manage Your Life. Okay. Awesome. Huh? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you, what did she say? <laughs> I didn't hear it. I said, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you going to turn it to Krishna now? <laughs> oh, okay. So this is something that we can use in Krishna's yeah. service. So then you can tell that you can say that. You can find gold in a dirty place. 
<laughs> Not that Stephen Covey is a dirty place. <laughs> gold is gold. Okay, so that's that's good. You turned it into something Krishna conscious. I thought the three modes of material nature were managing my life. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, I thought the three modes of material nature were managing my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's 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 really good. You can. We're not trying to deny it. We're trying to bring it to Krishna. It's not that we're denying the, the habits of Stephen Govi. We're saying, okay, how can we use this Krishna service? And devotees are using it. Yeah. Bhagavad Gita for the layman. Okay, it's bringing people to a mode of goodness, is it? understand it. They're responsible for their life. They're responsible. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So how to use the modes? How to use the modes while you're distributing books? Very good. Yes, you have learned the art of that's very good. So yes, so next time somebody says something, bring it back to Krishna. <laughs> and we can bring it back. Okay. Um, yes? About the about the words keeping speech nice. Yeah. Something came on Facebook one day Keep your speech sweet. You never know when you may have to swallow your own words. <laughs> Keep wow. your speech sweet. You may never know when you have to swallow your own words. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Good, good. Okay, so the next thing is Niyamagraha. Um, those interested in Krishna consciousness should not be eager to accept rules and regulations for economic development. Uh, but they should faithfully accept scripture rules and regulations for advancement of Krishna consciousness. So that's interesting. No, that's, but also, um, and we do have people who, who will follow the rules just to uh, get some money. We have had cases like that of people joining because it's, it was a level up from their life. <laughs> so for economic to a place to stay, food to eat, and... You know, if you're out collecting, you know, then you might collect a little. Um, so, eagerness to accept and failure to accept, both are not good, um, because the rules and regulations are meant to guide us in our son, the bhakti, and lead us to bhava. So, if you blindly follow the rules and regulations without keeping the goal in mind, this is useless, and you reject them in favor of your own whimsical interpretation, that also happens, and people start, leave and start their own movements. They, they reject. Uh, there is one in Nepal, one sannyasi. Uh, our, our devotee, Patri, went to visit him. He was, you know, preaching some crazy, I mean, something different, I mean, deviation. And, uh, and he went and she challenged him, why are you talking like this? He said, and then the guy admitted, you know, actually, 
I, I used to be a, a brahmachari in Juhu Beach, and <laughs> and now I found a better way to live. And you know, and he he just he took something from Krishna consciousness and then to mislead people. So this is rejecting whimsically and making your own uh, path. And so Bhaktivinoda says that shraddha is the only rule for people on the level of bhakti. All anattas are destroyed by devotional service under the shelter of sadhu and guru, and shraddha transforms into devotional service with nishta, or firm faith. And then you make progress on the path. And the most important thing, always remember Krishna and never forget Krishna. Um, so what are some examples of rejecting the rules and regulations? It may also, uh, it's interesting, uh, sometimes devotees think they're above the rules of the laws of the land too. Um, <laughs> they think they can whimsically keep it reject. Like, uh, I, I, I might have told the story, but I was, when I landed in Moscow the first time, I had a driver who didn't care about the rules and regulations. And he, he, we were in a traffic jam, and he was driving on the sidewalk where the people were. And, <laughs> and I said, no, 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 I'm not in a hurry. <laughs> I said, it's okay, you know, just... <laughs> and his name was Yamrash. Um, <laughs> 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 then I understood why. Um, <laughs> So you should, and also you should not uh, follow blindly. When I was in Ubakti, I had, it was, I did something that shows following blindly. Um, because before I joined, I had read Nectar of Devotion, and it says, you know, the best thing you can get is the dust of the pure devotee. So um, I was cleaning the Vyasasana, and I was putting the dust on Sastarup, who was sitting next to the Vyasasana. I was putting, I was shoving all the dust on him. And I thought I was doing him a favor. <laughs> One devotee said, why are you putting the dust? <laughs> I said, oh. Because <laughs> I read Nectar of Devotion. <laughs> so I was falling blindly there. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, falling blindly. Now, examples of following, of... of uh, Neglecting the rules uh, for the right reasons, there's an example of Chaitanya Shutamrita where uh, Govinda, the servant of Lord Chaitanya, crossed over him in order so he could give him massage. So that's an example of actually neglecting the rules for the right reason. But we don't want to do it for the wrong reason. Now Prabhupada also neglected the rules of uh, the sannyasi should not cross the ocean. He should not, I mean, he was performing marriages. Sannyasis aren't supposed to do marriages. They're not supposed to go to marriages, uh, what to speak of doing them. And so he did that. Um, so, uh, yeah. So now I'm going to uh, ask you for examples um, of uh, following blindly. Can somebody give me an example or show an example? of following blindly in your life or in your experience, because some of you have been here for years and years. Um, so you can maybe give an example of, of following blindly the rules and regulations. Um, maybe it happened in your temple. Um, that uh, some temple commander was, was uh, 
following blindly the rules and regulations. I don't know. He's just thinking of the Harinam that we went to. Oh, Harinam. And there was a few of them. Uh-huh. And they didn't want the devotees to chant. Oh, the people there, it was a funeral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I told you that. So oh, yeah, and, and the devotees, they asked the devotees not to chant. Not to chant so loudly. But so loudly. Microphone and loudspeaker. And, and, and then the man came out from the shop and he said, You have to have respect, you know, because we've lost a great leader in our town today. Mm. And people want to hear what's been said about the eulogies read. And it doesn't matter, it's the funeral every day. You sell meat in your shop, you know. <laughs> so that's following blindly. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have. Yeah, there's a friend of mine, Hishmavir, who was on, he was on Sankatan and Durban and tried to give a book to the lady and she says, Oh, Hare Krishna says, No, I don't have anything to do with you people. So he was curious, so he ran after and he asked her, what was that? She said, um, She was in London and uh, someone got hit by a car and they were leaving their body. And the devotees came and see them. So the devotees naturally, I, I'm not even sure if it's falling blind because yeah. what happened was they, no devotee went there to help. They just escalated the Harinam. <laughs> they did the Harinam. <laughs> Instead of the helping the person. Which is the right, which was the right thing to do, you know. Like yeah, you know, he, but he they did, wouldn't. He did explain that to her and she, he pacified her, but for her it was kind of completely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, in Vrindavan, even if a monkey is dying, they come and feed, give him water, and, and, <laughs> and they chant too. And they chant. Yeah. yeah, right, okay. Anything, any examples of neglecting the rules? Well, actually another one, I think Shesha gave a good one at the last class we were at. Uh, <laughs> huh? I remember, um, you know, the, he said when he was in the Brahmachari ashram and, you know, some new lady came to the temple and then, um, and actually it was really funny because Shilavati was, they were, they were doing a drama and Shilavati was the new lady and, and, she, and he said, Mataji should sit over there <laughs> and don't stretch your legs out like that either in front of the deities. It's like, <laughs> so that was another <laughs> example. <laughs> yeah, you have one? I've heard a devotee giving out to a guest because she had her hair not tied. Oh, the lady had the hair. Yeah, in, in my pre-temple, they do that. The, the guards come up. If, if your hair is loose, they make you tie your hair up in my pre-temple. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I was washing my hands uh, and um, going into the kitchen, and then everybody came and said, What are you doing in Krishna's kitchen? Get out! I had just arrived, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like, Oh, they're not all nice here, darling. It was. Uh, 
case, you were kicked out of Krishna's kitchen after being invited there to learn <laughs> by another devotee. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so sometimes devotees get their wires crossed too, like giving different orders to a new devotee. One person will give one order, another person will give a different order, and then they'll get all confused. Yeah, yeah, you have that? No, there's one where um, I had to ask, um, there's a lady with a son, and it was a, a Sunday program, the Sunday program sort of thing, and I, someone told me to ask the, the lady to ask her son to sit on the side of the, the men, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> And then years later, I, I met her in Belfast. This was in London. And years later, I met her in Belfast, and she never forgot. <gasps> yeah. So he, a lady came t with her son, and the son was asked to sit on the man's side, and she never forgot that. So we have to be careful in our behavior. So what about neglecting the rules? Now, okay, we got good examples of falling blindly. What about neglecting the rules and regulations? What's an example of that? Oh, you know, but you don't want to tell us, do you? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm sleeping, <laughs> not getting up from Mangalarchi, things like that. Sleeping, not getting up from Mangalarchi. Yeah, I have, I have an example I just remembered. One student in my class told me when there was one guy in the Brahmachari ashram, and uh, he uh, really liked to sleep also during japa. So he, <laughs> you know, but they, they would check on them. And so he would, he would open his window and put a, a tape of himself chanting and go to sleep. <laughs> so <laughs> neglecting the rules and regulations, following your own path. <laughs> Yeah. One of my sons, uh, we took a shower every morning, one of my sons would go in the bathroom and then fill up the bucket in the bucket showers and then just pour it out. So it sounded So one of your sons, he, he supposed to take a shower early in the morning, and you had buckets, and he would just pour the bucket out so you would hear the sound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you wondered why he was still dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We. Okay, there was a brahmachari in Mayapur, sleeping on the bench outside. And uh, as soon as the conch would blow, he would wake up and pull all his counter beads down. And he would do that every morning. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. It, it, these, these things are going on. Yes, <laughs> these things are going on. Yeah, and uh, um, 
Yeah, there's a, a, also a way not to chant japa is uh, Mahatma. Which, uh, there would be... A, 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 no, it was a way not to chant Gayatri. Gay, somebody was chanting his Gayatri. And he'd be falling asleep, falling asleep, and he'd wake him and go, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, these, these things are going on. Both, both extremes. So we have to be careful in our own lives. And the main thing is to practice this ourselves. Are we doing, are we neglecting some rules? Are we uh, blindly following something also? And enforcing it on others. Okay, so avoid worldly-minded people, and uh, that's the purpose of ISKCON, is to associate with devotees. Um, okay, now the worst kind of worldly-minded person, um, Bhaktivinoda Thakur has a list, and the worst kind is those who pretend to be religious people. They wear the, the dress, but they're pretending. And they're in Chaitan Chaitamrita is called Kali Chela, friends of Kali, who they pretend to be devotees, but they're not really. They're not, they want something else. They came here for another purpose. Uh, so those are the worst kind, um, so don't associate with them. So one time in Calcutta Temple, there was, Prabhupada was on a morning walk, and one sannyasi was criticizing the women, the women this, the women that, probably just saying, hmm, hmm. Then when he got to the temple, the women were there at the top of the stairs with garland for Prabhupada. They had just cleaned the temple, just the deities, cleaned his room. And Prabhupada said to him, if you associate with those women, you'll make advancement. <laughs> so Prabhupada was non-sectarian. No. So jana sangha, association with worldly-minded people, that causes laoyam, or greed, being greedy for mundane achievements, includes greed, now according to the purport, includes greed for uh, asatrishna, or material things, material prosperity, mystic perfections, merging, again, those those things. Yes? Mm -hmm. What does it actually mean to associate? What does it mean to associate? With really in that people. Sense, is it just because you know, we have to deal with them? Sometimes. Yeah, right, right, right. What does it mean to? Uh, what does it mean to associate with morally minded people? Um, well, Prabhupada gives the example of the stock exchange. <laughs> if you go on the stock exchange, if you exchange uh, uh, with really minded people for material. Like, if you have the motivation for enjoying, increasing your enjoying in this material world, for getting mystic powers, or for liberation, it depends on your motivation. If you're associating with them to give them Krishna consciousness, and that's good, and that will be helpful. And if you're associating with them for some agenda, if you have some agenda, then that would be bad. But you have to be careful. Uh, Prabhupada gives the saying, you, to catch the fish without getting wet. You have to catch the fish without getting wet. So that means that you associate with them only enough that you don't get affected by their, their things. So 
like she was giving examples, like you can encourage them in, 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 in different things and then get them to take the book. But yes, I see, you're, in, you're, you're, in, you're interested in keeping your health nice. This is very important to keep healthy. So we have a book here for you, Higher Taste, How to Cook uh, Vegetarian Food to Keep Your Health. So, like, like that. But not that we make an issue of it, like the vegans. They're like born-again vegetarians. <laughs> yeah, and they're, you know, it's, we're, in Prabhupada, you know, when he was lecturing in um, uh, South Africa, one Indian raised his hand and said, I'm a vegetarian. And Prabhupada said, monkeys are also vegetarian. <laughs> so it's not like we make an issue of these things. He didn't want us to. Somebody suggested to Prabhupada we should go and demonstrate about uh, the slaughterhouses. And Prabhupada said, no, we don't. We don't do that. But we just give an example of how to live. Yeah. So yeah, you have to be careful. Mm. Yes, Satya or Maltipriya? Which who? Okay, Maltipriya? Yes, I'm yes. Vegan. That's what I'm talking about, born again. Okay. Vegans. Yeah. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so, yeah, you have to keep your distance. We'll learn about that in verse 5. More. Yeah, the how, to, how to associate with different kinds of people, devotees. How to associate with different kinds of devotees. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't associate. But it's hard to associate now, because they don't accept you yes. as you are. <laughs> I don't even say that I'm taking work. I don't even say it's just me. Yeah, it's just me. because he knows that I'm taking a little work every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, it's an issue. issue. It's an issue, yeah. Satya? Uh, if you open your mind to non-devotees, that's not good. But if you're doing therapy, it's okay. So you have to discriminate. Like if you have... Like if we go to a doctor, we tell them, this is what's wrong with my body. If you go to a mental doctor, you say, this is what's wrong with my emotions or my mind. So in that sense, you can, if you need to. If you need to. Huh? Yeah, there are devotee counselors, there are, and they are online, too. They are online. You don't have to travel to visit them. There are online devotee counselors, which would be the best because they know, they understand you. Yes, they understand you. <laughs> yeah, any other question? Yes? You just remember this, it happened years ago to me. I was in, when was I? I was in, uh, 
I was in the west. Well, I was in the west of Ireland anyway, Mayo. And anyway, I was I was offloading to some. You know, I was I was travelling on my own, right? And for some reason, I was offloading to to somebody, and it was just someone I met. And, and then, uh, where were you in a train? I was in, uh, Exactly, it was, it was not Castlebar, it, uh, it was a bit further down. It was in, in one particularly west of Ireland. And then, uh, well, basically, the, the thing is that um, I was offloading to someone, you know, perhaps I had some emotional trauma or something like that, or whatever. Okay, you were offloading to someone your emotional trauma. Yeah, okay. yeah. and then, and then uh, the, I met the, um, the next person I met, so I was distributing books. And then you were distributing books. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's strange. <laughs> And the next person I met, he said, oh, I've got a book for you, here's a book I found, and it was an extra instruction. <laughs> <laughs> so the, so some, some Nandawoody came up to you and gave you, here's a book for you, an extra <laughs> instruction. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I have another story about a book distributor was distributing, and he was really anxious to get the sale, to get it through, you know, and, and the person said to him, you're too attached to the results. <laughs> Chris is speaking. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yes, yes, we learn. We learn. Uh, they, they, they also, Krishna, Krishna is, has a sense of humor there. Oh, oh dear, I have so much more here. Uh, but yeah, we pretty much were done. Uh, yeah, we're good. Okay, any other questions? Yeah, uh, Kalyani? I was just wondering, I can see where with this text that if you, if you didn't follow the instructions and you were eating too much, collecting too much, and endeavoring for mundane things, how it would slow down your progress. But what's meant by the word spoiled when it says your devotional service oh, is your spoiled? Is spoiled. Yeah, it means it's, it's on hold. It's on hold. It may be on hold for another life, <laughs> or two. <laughs> you just put it on hold. Okay, it's, it's fine the way it is now. I'm, I'm satisfied. I'll just stay at this level. Let me just stay here for a few lifetimes. And <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> yes? Just reading or listening on about this, it just seems practically impossible to <laughs> follow these things unless you see someone who does it. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I'm giving example. I will be giving the example of Jayananda for the next few classes. So we do have an example of that, some... Yeah, yeah. Oh, in your own community. It seems, it seems yeah, well then, you know how to solve that problem. <laughs> be the example. <laughs> yeah, you just have to be the example you want to see. And I think that's I don't know if that's a Krishna conscious statement, uh, but it is, yes. Acharya means to be the example. One who's the example, he's Acharya. Or she. Yeah. It's hard to, you need someone to follow. Yeah. Okay, well, you have to search, like Yudhisthira searched for someone lower than himself. <laughs> Uh, you have to search the internet and find somebody who has these qualities that you can follow. Devotees here, but and devotees here too.
<laughs> okay. Any other questions or comments? Sunday feast. So he joined the vegan movement and um, expected them to be doing it for moral reasons. Uh, but then when the abortion came up when to demonstrate against abortion, they said, well, we don't have a stand on that. So then he realized, well, yeah, without Krishna in the center, you can't just be friends with everyone. So we're just doing it for health and whatever, <laughs> not to save the cows. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, like they say the, the pollution of the cow dung is causing the <laughs> the air pollution. They, I mean, seriously, they're, they're thinking the cows are causing the air pollution. They have this whole documentary on how they practically blame the cows. For they're blaming the cows for, you know, yeah, it's really... Yeah, they don't know. And the, and the cars and the trucks, that's okay. Well, that, that doesn't do anything, but it's the poor cows who pass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so here's examples of why not to make friends with worldly-minded people. Okay, any other? So tomorrow, read verses 3 and 4. Jai, O Glory, Shri, Prabhupada, Hare Krishna.